let me talk to you a little bit about Built Bar. Um, coming on the program, talking to you about Built Bar is the best because I absolutely love them. This is, uh, gosh, my eyes. I've got to go get to the doctor. Um, mud pie. Really, really yummy. Oh, I've been saving this because I'm on a liquid cleanse crap my wife put me on uh and so i've been saving this oh yes as soon as that's over mud pie built bar delicious they are low in um calories 130 calories four grams of sugar so four grams of net carbs 17 grams of protein also made with a hundred percent real chocolate they're delicious they really are i want you to try built by going to built.com that's built.com use the promo code beck get 15 percent off your order use the promo code beck 15 percent off at built.com all right you sick twisted freak we begin the uh, national radio podcast broadcast next If you got up early today and you looked up at the skies, you might have noticed something. There were no planes flying. The skies over America were as quiet as 9-11. And they will still be quiet until about 9 a.m. Why? Well, there was a little problem with, you know, the system from the FAA. Uh, It sends, you know, messages to pilots like, hey, look out. There's a plane right below you. Uh, and it went out nationwide. They don't know why. Good news, Pete Buttigieg is on it. He's on the case. The mayor of, I don't know, Gary, Indiana, or wherever he's from. He's on, uh, my apologies to Gary, Indiana. You're much bigger and more important than the town he was from. Uh, he's on the case. He woke the president up this morning. So that's even more good news. Buttigieg and a sleepy Biden are on it. Now, they've rebooted the system, and they think everything's going to be okay starting at 9 a.m. And Pete said, don't worry, we're pretty sure that this had nothing to do with cyber hacking. (laughs) Well, I'm filled with confidence. Stand by. We begin in 60 seconds. They just turned it off and turned it back on again? Uh, May I tell you something? I was on a plane. I was going to New York just what about four weeks ago going to new york the pilot gets on he says nah we've got a problem uh here our uh, technology here in the uh, cabin isn't working so uh, we've got some guys coming to fix it but we thought maybe we should just turn the plane off and turn it back on again and see what happens <laughs> so you'll be in the dark for a while they turned the plane off 
we were in the dark for like five minutes. Then they fire it back up, and he's like, yeah, that, that seemed to do the trick, so we're just going to go. Uh, can we wait for the technicians, please? <laughs> Crazy. All right. Uh, let me talk to you a little bit about Rough Greens. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's something you sprinkle on your dog's food. It has all of the probiotics and antioxidants and, and minerals and vitamins that they need. I will tell you that Uno is getting pretty old now. Uno is our German Shepherd. He's purebred. 13 is ancient, ancient for uh, uh, for a German Shepherd like that. He just got back from the vet and the vet said, I don't know what it is, but he is still, uh, we did his blood work. We checked him out. He's like a puppy. I'm telling you, I can't prove this, but I'm telling you, I, th- I really truly believe it's Rough Greens because when we started putting Rough Greens on his food, we saw a total change over a year's period, a total change in Uno. Roughgreens.com, R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck. Get your first bag free. All you pay for is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck, 833-GLEN-33, 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Call them today. All righty. Well, let me give you a couple of things here that I think you really need to know and understand um, because 2023 is going to be a pivotal um, uh, year. I have talked to people that I trust in Washington, and that's about four, uh, four people. Uh, and they are very concerned that the U.S. dollar is going to um, have some problems this year, which might lead to the central bank digital currency. Um, the Federal Reserve is doing everything they can to make sure that everything is safe. You know, after the big banking crash, um, they had, you know, one of these um, stress tests. And they're like, we're going to do a stress test. Because we got to make sure that everybody, you know, you got all those loans and you can cover anything that's risky. So we want to find out what's risky. Okay, sounds good so far, right? It's good to know. Can the bank survive a downturn? How risky are their investments? Um, and so they were doing that. And it was great. Wonderful. Then there was this added little benefit that the Fed is um, is doing now. Uh, they've decided that if you are a bank and you have, let's say, green energy, like solar panel companies, you not only are more stable as a bank, you can use that investment in solar panel companies to actually use it as an asset, a very stable asset, to be able to loan more money out to somebody else. So the more green energy things you have, which we have seen, oh my gosh, how many solar panel companies did you invest in America that has just turned into a gold mine? It is now weakening the stress test. It is doing the exact opposite problem. It is, it, 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 it's, it's insanity. It's like, uh, you know what? Uh, you're safe to drive down the freeway without your seatbelt. Uh, you know, as long as you're texting at the same time, then, then it'll be totally safe. 
That's what the Fed is doing. Meanwhile, our prices of everything still are skyrocketing. Energy is down, which the Fed is going, that's great. See, that's going to reduce everything. Meanwhile, if you are trying to buy eggs in California, this is going to blow your mind. California, a dozen eggs is now $7.37 compared to $2.35 a year ago. The problem is people are switching to eggs because they're cheaper than meat. Which, by the way, we're trying to get rid of the meat. I mean, you know that, right? We, we, we are sitting here uh, with bugs now being discussed. I got a great story on that in the show prep today. You, you want to sign up for it at glenbeck.com. It's free. You get all of the stories that I see every morning, um, and uh, and you can read them all. These are the stories that I have selected. I said, this is important. Not all of them make it on the show. But one of them, another one, is about bugs. This restaurant in New York that is like, we have Ethiopian ants in our creme fraiche, huh? And it adds a certain je ne sais quoi. By the way, those ants are alive while they put them on your whatever. No, thank you. And in this particular article from New York, it actually states we're doing it because of the carbon expense of traditional food. So we're now looking to eat bugs. Uh, Yesterday, I also told you that um, uh, the Richard Trumka from the Consumer Protection Agency has declared because he got a study from a global warming group that natural gas is very bad for your children if it's in your house. So we shouldn't really have natural gas stoves and we shouldn't have natural gas, you know, heaters or anything natural gas. Oh, wow. California sure is in trouble, huh? Because. They wanted to be really super green. And so all of their state cars and all of their buses and everything else, natural gas. (gasps) No, it's dangerous now. And in something that is so striking, this study just came out. Richard Trumka just said, we've got to consider getting rid of all natural gas in homes. And Governor Hochul yesterday just decided she's got some legislation to make sure that there are no natural gas outlets in any new construction in New York. Gang, we are in trouble. You better get to a state that is not doing it. Quite honestly, I'm not sure it's Texas. But you better get to a state where like-minded people are all around because they are going to cut us off from everything. But that's if we, you know, that's if if the Fed doesn't help us some more. I want to talk to you about what's what is happening in Asia, Russia, prices of oil. It's collapsing. So it's going down now, which is making things better for Europe. Yay. Uh, They can buy more Russian oil. Yay. Meanwhile, we're not doing anything about it. But Saudi Arabia, China, Russia, 
They're starting to move their entire economy. Russia is now backing their ruble with oil. So it's like a, oh, it's like a petrodollar. Oh, that'll never work. Oh, wait a minute. That's what we did until Saudi Arabia said, yeah, <clears throat> we're going to accept anything. Really? You and Chinese can pay us in the in the yuan. We're fine with that. We'll take a ruble. Whatever. What does it mean? Why have we not discussed? What does it mean with the death of the petrodollar? It means that half the world, the part of the world that's not with us, is no longer required to hold a dollar, a U.S. dollar. What happens when half the world's countries say, oh, we don't need the dollar? They begin to sell them. They already are. And if they're sold, what happens? They go out in the system instead of in a bank, which does what? Too many dollars in the system chasing too few goods. Inflation goes up. So what do you do? You raise interest rates. Well, the problem now is, as we are seeing the death of the petrodollar, um, you're also seeing the Fed in a very unusual place. Raising even another, another half point is spooking everybody who pays attention to this stuff. The Fed has to raise interest rates to get interest or I mean uh, to get uh, inflation under control. When they do that, this is how they control inflation. They take more money from you. They slow your spending down. And so that causes you not to go chase those goods with the dollar. Okay. And then they're supposed to take those dollars in interest that they get, take them back into the Fed and destroy them. So there's not too many dollars. So the first step on this road is to hurt you and your bank account and your ability to buy things. The problem is we are now looking at recession and inflation. Forget about stag, uh, stagflation. Forget about that. Forget about it. We're looking at something different. We are looking at the dumping of the U.S. dollar by the East, flooding the market. Then you have higher interest rates hurting your bank account to suck those dollars and your dollars back into the Fed. This will cause uh, a, uh, if they raise the interest rates, this will cause a stock market crash. But it causes the stock market crash because your dollars and the banks need dollars to grow the companies. So if there if there's a collapse of the stock market, people start selling things, people start losing their houses. And when that collapses, what happens? The banks collapse because they've got them. All, but the good news is this time they have all those solar panel companies. So they got all the windmill and solar panel companies that good as gold. If they have to start selling those things. Who are they selling them to? Also, this is a really nice, handy thing. When the banks start to go under, they immediately have to start have to start liquidating things and calling in loans. 
they have to also stop giving loans. So if you're in a tight spot and you need a loan, the bank will no longer give you a loan. And if you go under, you probably have a loan with some other bank. And so it just is a it's a pile of dominoes. One thing triggers another. And this time we're not looking at a 10 year reset because we didn't do it right the last time. We are looking now, and they are officially saying this, that we are now looking at a possibility of something like the Great Depression or beyond. And I say beyond because we are looking at the collapse of the dollar. If the stock market falls, if the banking community begins to have the same problems that it had in 08, the problem is way too big because we no longer have a reserve currency for half the world. They can sell those dollars. Our enemy, China, they could just dump all those dollars. It would be worth it to them because it would destroy us. Just dump them. And then how much is it worth? See, here's the, here's the reason you should consider gold or silver, and this is not a commercial. Gold and silver are constitutionally dollars they are that's money that's currency the dollar that we have is a note it says hey it's worth this amount but that changes all the time because of inflation it's not backed by anything the problem is there's too much money there's not enough gold to reset the global markets to a gold standard. There's not enough gold, even in the mines, there's not enough gold to pay for what we have all done all around the world. And the entire world is in on it. So when the Federal Reserve says, you know what, we're going to print money because we can't let the stock market fail, all of the central banks in the West will do the same thing. And then it's just a matter of time of, when do we get to the bottom? Please, please consider what is coming our way. I believe this is the beginnings of it we will see this year. Uh, and when it happens, it will probably happen rapidly. And people in the media will tell you the exact opposite. No, no, no. They've got it planned. Whatever you do, don't do whatever the right thing is to do. Sponsor this half hour's Patriot Mobile. Whoever your cell phone carrier is, if they're one of the big guys, I'll bet I can guarantee you two things they're not doing. A, saving you money and donating their time and their resources to conservative constitutional things. Nah. For those two things, you have to ditch the big boys. Go with a company like Patriot Mobile. And I highly recommend. I love these people. Patriot Mobile, they share your values. They are actually putting in their own time and their own money, fighting for life, fighting for the First Amendment, Second Amendment, all of them. They are working hard to strengthen your community because they believe in it just as much as you and I do. These guys are activists just as much as you and I. Now, they are the only Christian conservative cell phone, mobile phone uh, company in America they have a 100% U.S.-based customer service team. They'll make switching easy. They will save you money. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. P 
patriotmobile.com slash back or call them at 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash back. 10 seconds. Station ID. Alrighty then. Hello, Stu. How are you? Very well, Glenn. How are you? Oh. After that monologue, how could I not be doing well? Right? Yeah. Right? I mean, our, our society apparently crumbling around us sometime this year, but we've, well, we've our got society's probably a few been, weeks. Our society's been crumbling around us for quite, some, for quite some time. Sure. I'm just pointing out that, you know, now we're going to be eating bugs with no gas stove. So we can't, you know, we can't really fry them up in a pan really toasty yeah. high heat are they gonna take our spices away next i mean well <laughs> they're saying that is the first step is using bugs as spices oh until the west you know becomes comfortable with like grubs you know let's eat that so they're gonna grind them up into spices first this is when you know it's, it's not very common but occasionally People get jealous of you for being a vegetarian. And this is that moment. This is, that this moment. is the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the that's the other that's the other thing. You know, vegetarianism, but where are mm. you going to get your protein? Where are you going to get your protein? You're going to get it from a protein shake, or where do you get your protein? I mean, there's all sorts of stuff, but uh, you can do it. It's but most people don't want to do it, which is exactly uh, it's plenty of reason for them not to have be forced to do it, right? If you may want to make a choice to eat something you should be able to make the choice to eat something if you want to eat grubs i suppose you could make that choice however people don't really like that listen to this story many in the western world question the idea of eating insects but it's part of a growing trend in sustainable eating not to mention according to the hunter college new york city food policy center eating insects is traditional practice in some countries yes not here (laughs) Anyway, lately, the European (laughs) Union has been trying to champion bugs as Western food. This is because insects are full of fat, protein, and vitamins. Mm. Farming them has fewer negative environmental impacts. Well, as such, there are now a myriad of restaurants striving to make bugs just taste delicious. Noma is one of those. And the chef asks, why doesn't the Western world eat more bugs? Right? Right? I mean, I've been asking that question since I was three and started eating bugs at three, and my mom slapped it out of my hand and said, Don't eat bugs! (laughs) Why, Mommy? (laughs) Why? Because they're dirty, filthy bugs! The Glenn Beck Program. Okay, uh, relief factors. Some kinds of pain that things like ibuprofen just doesn't touch. And I mean the hit you with a rolling pin kind of uh, ibuprofen, 800 milligrams. Yeah, I know. I'm talking the hard stuff. Yeah, never touched my pain, no matter no matter how much ibuprofen I took. And I got to tell you, I took more than 800 milligrams. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I risked it. I call. Go ahead. I'm practically a heroin user. I know it. But sometimes I tried as many as a thousand milligrams of ibuprofen. Didn't work. Something that does the same thing, which is reduce our inflammation, which is the problem of almost all of our problems as humans, um, is um, relief factor. And it reduces the inflammation because it hits it four different directions where ibuprofen only uh, takes one, uh, one route. 
Relief Factor. It's relieffactor.com. Try it for the three-week quick start. See if it works for you. Works for me. 800-4-RELIEF. 800, the number four relief. Relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. It's a great time to join up with Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks. Very excited to have uh, Jim Jordan on with us, the uh, Republican from Ohio. He is going to be the chair of the church-like committee. Uh, if you don't know what that is, it, it's to make everybody go to church. That's what it is. No, it is. Uh, the church was a name of, a, a, I think, a senator back in the 70s that uh, had the commission, chaired the commission to look into all of the things the CIA, FBI, Justice Department, all the crazy things they were doing um, to affect the press, uh, affect uh, our elections, um, the people that they were killing and without they were snooping on you. And it was really bad, really bad. But the church commission, they that committee got together and they exposed it all. So we fixed it. Well, Jim Jordan is now heading the the new commission, and uh, he's going to be exposing an awful lot. And his uh, purview is huge. We're going to talk to him a little bit about uh, the secret documents that Biden had. Gee, where did I put those secret documents? You know, it, at least with Trump, they were in his possession in a locked room. Joe Biden's secret, top secret documents they were just in the basement headed towards his library. Uh, that's not really probably something we should have on the shelves. Yeah, but the lock wasn't strong enough. It wasn't a very strong <laughs> oh, yeah, lock. Yeah, it was a right. weak lock. You're right. And You're right. you've been to Mar-a-Lago before, Glenn. Yeah. Uh, Secret services everywhere. How often were you just wandering around the halls walking into closets? Was there a lot of time you spent there doing that? Oh, my gosh. I can't even tell you. How many you. things did you steal while you were there? Was a it lot. easy to I don't steal? want to admit it on the air. Right. But you know, you've seen the treasure trove I came home with. Oh, that was nice. Yeah. yeah, was really yeah. Nice. A lot of gold. I've got his fake hair. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> yeah. By the way, have you seen the new poll out that shows him now uh, ahead of DeSantis? Yeah, it goes back. I don't think we know much, honestly, about this race. I don't think so polling. either. I think the two things that, if you wanted to summarize it, it seems like when it's head-to-head, DeSantis seems to do pretty well. When it's a wider field, Trump seems to do very well. Right. Uh, of course, the reality of the situation is it's going to be a wider field. People oh, yeah. Are, they're yeah. going to want to jump in there. Hey, I forgot to share this good news with you yesterday. I don't know if you've heard John Bolton yes. is going to run. Right. Woo! When people like John Bolton are getting in, we're not looking at a three-person race. Oh, or so four. stupid. There's going to be 12 people in this Can race we stop? Again. Can we please? Can we stop? Can we stop? Please, please, can we stop? You're going to get a moderate, a Larry Hogan type oh, is going to jump in there. Hogan! From the, or the Liz Cheney wing. Oh, uh, You're going to get somebody from there. Yeah. You're going to get a couple of people, you know, who are looking for just notoriety bumps, and this is their way of getting it. You're going to get to the 8 to 12 people again, and then it's going to be a situation of who's winning these primaries with 38% of the vote. I had a prominent Republican actually tried to convince me and said, I'm going to raise all the money for it. Uh, you should run. And I 
uh, first I laughed. Wait, you? I should run for president. Glenn Beck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I laughed. And I, I said, will, I will quit this job and I will start a pack to sink your candidacy. Oh, please do. I will. Don't worry. I, I'll do it. Well, myself. you'll fund it. I, yeah. You're the only person I know with any money, so you're going to yeah. be funding it. Yeah. No, I just, yeah. Anyway, I'm not funding it. Um, I said, that is the worst idea I've no. ever heard. Guy went on with me for an hour and I'm like, dude, no. Uh, no. And again, no. And I said, you're the only, do you talk to people? That's a horrible idea. First of all, if I did win, we'd run out of missiles within a week. And some American cities might just go missing. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, just, uh, and that's, I mean, we're not desperate. We have good candidates. Good candidates. I will take Trump or DeSantis as president of the United States. I'll take either. I'll take either. I'm on the bandwagon. You guys decide. I'll vote, you know, in the primary. You vote on the primary. Whatever the decision is, bink, I'm in. Someone who isn't named Joe Biden would be some would, would be preferable. Be very preferable. Uh, anyway, so Jim Jordan is coming on uh, today to talk about the different things that are going on in Washington and the committees that are being formed tonight at nine o'clock. Uh, I have the war that is being uh, waged right now, uh, and it is raging between globalist and nationalist authoritarians worldwide. There is something very disturbing. The EU, and I'm going to talk about this next uh, hour, the EU is now passing their ESG regulations, which we will have to comply with. Any company, let's say McDonald's, that does any big business in the EU has to comply by their ESG standards. Their ESG standards mean that everyone in their supply chain has to uh, has to uh, adhere to the European ESG standards. It's insidious. So that means if you grow potatoes for McDonald's, you are going to have to abide by the European ESG standards now. If you're a truck driver, you have anything to do with McDonald's. They can't take your stuff unless you comply. That's what's right around the corner. But the other good news is we also have a lack of fertilizer. We have the uh, pressure on farmers, the pressure to eat bugs, uh, the the destruction of our energy infrastructure for oil. And now the attack on natural gas. They've got farmland, food, energy and the money supply. All of this. Bom bombs and bullets are usually used in war. We're going to show you why Ukraine is so crucial to the globalist reset agenda. We'll show you why Ukraine is so important to the nationalists like Russia, China, and Iran. This is being fought all over the world, but we're not noticing it here in our own backyard, and we need to. American farmland is disappearing. Energy transitioned prematurely into, you know, Forms globalists can completely lock down. Our finances are shifted towards a system that can shut off or take away our buying power at the whims of a federal government or a global government. And it all culminates in a drastic shift on society as a whole. We'll show you what your city could look like soon. We'll show you who's buying up all of the land all over.
is anybody considering saying China can't buy any more farmland in America or has to divest itself of our farmland? Why? It's all part of a plan, all sides, globalists and nationalists working towards full control and power. And you are the only one standing in their way. Tonight at 9 p.m., 9.30 Eastern on the YouTube channel. You just go to YouTube.com slash Glenn Beck and you'll be able to watch it on YouTube if they if they allow it to go on. Um, but you'll find that at YouTube.com slash Glenn Beck or you can watch it on Blaze TV half hour earlier. It'll be live at 9 p.m. Blaze TV farmland wars. The global takeover of America's land. You don't want to miss it. Yesterday, we were talking about Brian Walsh. Um, He is the guy that reported his wife, Anna Walsh, missing. Uh, Where where is he? From Massachusetts, someplace up in Massachusetts. And what did we learn his mistake was yesterday? Well, it made him look maybe like mm. he had something to do with his wife death. He death. googled how to dispose of a 115-pound female body. Which is weird because his wife is female and 115 pounds. That's just a coincidence. It's just a coincidence. Mm-hmm. He just had that pop into his head randomly. How do you do it? I how do know. you do it? And then she goes missing. <laughs> what are the, what odds? Are the odds? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I saw this headline today, and um, it's not what the headline exactly says, uh, but there was something else in this story that I read. Um, Here's the headline. Brian Walsh asked the landlord about security cameras uh, um, after his wife uh, disappears. So I'm butchering this. It's a longer headline, but it is – it gives you the impression that, wait a minute, did this guy call and say, hey, we have any security cameras on our property? No. If if so, can we turn them off yeah. for an hour? Okay. That's not what happened. He called okay. him the day after she disappears and says, oh. do we have any security? So that's one in his favor, right? Right. Like you'd think that, okay, he's trying to check in to see where she went. He wants to know if there's any mm-hmm. possible security footage of this. Right. Now, mm-hmm. yesterday we told you that he had told police that he got lost while driving to visit his mother and reported shopping at two stores, but there's no video evidence of him doing anything like that. And then he didn't say, I went to Home Depot, where he was caught on camera purchasing $450 worth of cleaning materials all in cash. Okay. All right. Another little detail I'd bring up is... Yesterday, they revealed that they found blood and a broken knife in his basement. And then they went to the trash uh, processing center near Brian's mom's house where he got lost. And they happened to find a bloody hacksaw and an axe. I mean, I mean, yeah, it could have been for anything or anybody. This is not a pleasant story. This is not a pleasant. This guy is really, uh, I mean, besides being a murderer, not real bright either. No. I don't know know if it's just me, but he's not really bright. Not really bright. Um, All right. Back in just a second. First, let me tell you about my Patriot Supply. You cannot assume that everything in life is always going to go according to plan. I mean, when has it? Really, when has it? 
Curveballs can be very, very frightening. Wars, natural disasters, economic downturn, any of these things, any of these things. None of them sound crazy. <laughs> Did you see um, Luis uh, Elizondo, I think is his name. He came out. He's the guy who uh, was doing all the research for the Pentagon and not a UFO believer or anything else. Uh, he was doing all the research on UFOs. And uh, he came out and said, I have seen UFO technology in the pursuit of this for the Pentagon. And uh, he's apparently going to release that information soon. I think he's going to be hopefully on our Friday uh, exclusive with uh, Blaze TV. But would you be surprised if really if if Biden all of a sudden he took out contacts and he had lizard eyes and he's like, We've all been aliens. I would I would actually look at that and I'd be surprised. I would go, well, that makes sense. Anyway, um, anything can happen. Please make sure you're prepared for it. Uh, the largest preparedness company in America, millions of customers, and I'm one of them, My Patriot Supply. You can save $200 off a three-month emergency food kit at MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. That's breakfast, lunch, dinners, drinks, snacks, everything that you need. And it's good food for three months. $200 off right now. The kits are in stock, ready to ship. It's free. The shipping is. Entire order will arrive quickly in an unmarked box for your privacy. So don't delay. The time to prepare is right now. Preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Jim Jordan joins us in just a minute to talk about uh, the commission that he is now heading to look into all of the scandals uh, from Fauci to Biden, you name it. We'll be talking about it in just about 10 minutes from now. You see this actor who's he made the movie The Big Sick, which was actually a really good movie. He's done, uh, you know, a couple things you might know him for. I think he's Pakistani, maybe you know, comedian. And he came out and said uh, he's in a new Marvel movie, mm-hmm. and he said he was told behind the scenes in Hollywood that he couldn't be cast as a villain because he's a person of color, and we uh, can't make people of color into v- villains because well, amen. I, it's, tired uh, of the it. woke thing to do is to there not give no. j- good jobs to people of color i think it, I, there I are no there are no villains that are that aren't white it's amazing because we used to make fun of this all the time on the show 24 yeah with J- with jack bauer yeah. Kiefer sutherland and 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 you know there's always a terrorism plot going on but it was never anyone from the middle east no one from the <laughs> never, middle east never ever even thought really about terrorism right except occasionally when they were put up to it with a gun to their head by some white european person yeah who who, <laughs> who was either a nazi or an oil company executive yeah maybe occasionally a russian you get a russian yeah, yeah you're right you're a right. nazi or yeah oil executive was probably the most prominent terrorist and they would just somehow always shoehorn in some 
aging white guy to be the <laughs> villain, which, of course, there are plenty of villains who are aging white guys. Look at the White House. But I will say... <laughs> what? I don't even know what that means. I just I? said they're villains sometimes. Okay. Um, but it's amazing that, like, I, 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 you hear this argument around Christmas time as well with what we apparently call little people now. I, I, I'm very uncomfortable saying. Oh, elves? No, well, no. Um, I, I think the old Mid- word was midgets. midgets. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and now we're little people, which is somehow not more demeaning. I, 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 <laughs> little people is way worse than midgets to me. But okay, little people. And so um, every year there's this thing about how come you will not give a little person a role unless that it happens to be a dwarf or an elf. And then the people who are actually affected by this, the actors who portray elves and dwarves are like, wait a minute, we need these jobs. <laughs> we like these jobs. Stop it. There's a, a, a The good news is they're standing up. The bad news is nobody can see them. Uh, <laughs> over the table. So that's oh where my we had to go. God. Now we this is to... this is the sort of prejudice oh, that we have to see, fight we against. Have to do and that. it's why we have to take all jobs away from little people. Yes. To stop right. that prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> Just a weird stance. You see this poll that came out the other day from the I New mean, York Times. Sorry. Tom Cruise is employed. <laughs> Doesn't he count? He's all sorts of action roles. What are you talking about? Uh this poll from the New York Times. Uh, asked what's the proper term to call, in this case, a, 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 an African-American, a black person. And they asked about the term black and then broke it down by who approved it the most. The most approval for the term black, blacks. black people. Yeah. Black people huh. said, hey, you know what term we like? Blacks. Well, I but we're supposed you, to get rid of it. I've gone over to England and the African-Americans there, they they somehow or another insist they're not African-American. Oh, I'm like, my gosh. Dude, Haters. yes, you are. Racists. Let's talk about winter. Yes, it's getting cold, perhaps, where you are. And, you know, you if you go outside, it's very, very cold. You come inside. In most areas, it's very, very warm because the heat is jacked up. Now, here, where I am right now, it's still 11 degrees uh, because I'm in the studio with Glenn Beck, and he That's keeps right. it freezing. That's right. However, Tommy John works no matter where you are. Tommy John loungewear is fantastic. I love it. You know, I was talking to Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed, and he's like, you know, I just go home now. It's just Tommy John loungewear. I don't even try. He's like, I just go home and I just put the Tommy John loungewear on and I just relax because I, why keep, why keep dressed in your work clothes? Just go home and put on the Tommy John. It's so comfortable. No matter what you're, you know, whether it's the loungewear, uh, they've got sleepwear. They've your got. Your wives are so lucky. Oh, believe me. They, <laughs> look, this is why you lock them into lifetime contracts. Exactly right. right. They can't just leave you every time. Exactly. No, but the Tommy John stuff is really good. It's good looking and it's super comfortable. They also have the best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee this year. Find the new you. It's the new comfortable you by checking out Tommy John's loungewear right now. 20% off your first order at TommyJohn.com slash Beck. TommyJohn.com slash Beck. Get 20% off right now. TommyJohn.com slash Beck. See site for details. And of course, that site is TommyJohn.com slash Beck. Stay. 
to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. I've got two words for you. Jim Jordan is coming up next. Sorry, I was just... I, no, I was Way just, more than two No, words. I just got that from Joe Biden. Oh, I just okay. thought I would use his math. Anyway, uh, I want you to picture in your uh, mind's eye the perfect real estate experience. Do you have it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you walk into the house, you shake hands, you know, then you get a confused deer in the headlights look. For, that's the way it usually happens. Uh, and you just... I mean, it is a nightmare from start to finish. At least mine have always been. This is why I started realestateagentsitrust.com. I started doing some work with what the Wall Street Journal uh, categorized as the 500 best uh, real estate agents in the country. And I learned a lot from them and realized, oh, there's a reason you're one of the best in the country. We figured that out and found a way to look for those best practices in real estate agents all across the country. We have a waiting list of about 10,000 real estate agents that want to be on our recommend list. We don't just take anybody. Um, we, the, the, they're standing in line and they'll probably be in line for quite some time. We want the best of the best with the business practices that we're looking for that will leave you in the best state when you leave and walking away going, that was great. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Find the right one for you. This is a free service to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Welcome, Jim Jordan. How are you, sir? Good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm really good. Uh, you know, I'm I, I'm uh, I'm glad the Freedom Caucus stood up and we got some things. And I yep. I understand that you are the head of the committee and you actually have some teeth to look into some of the things that are going on. Well, we want to, and I always, I always frame it like the, the reason we want to is because of what we've seen. Uh, you know, you, you saw the uh, Department of Justice treat parents as terrorists and with, you know, for, simply, for simply going to a school board meeting, speaking up for their son or daughter. You saw the, the, the FBI pay Twitter, you know, $3 million to censor conservatives, and you saw the Department of Homeland Security attempt to set up this disinformation governance board as if, as if some, some government agency can tell us what can be said and what can't be said. So that, that's the, that's the, the background of why we think this committee is important. And then you just step back and say, from a common sense standpoint, the American people have seen the double standard. So uh, we created this committee. We've had dozens, even before the creation of the committee, dozens of FBI agents come talk to us about how political the Justice Department has become. Um, we're going we're gonna to talk to those individuals. I think many of them are going to be willing to hopefully uh, take a deposition and, and, and hopefully some of them come forward and tell their story in a, in a public hearing. But we're going to get running as quick as we can. We've got to get the, the, the folks on our committee and, and, and get rolling there. But um, that's, that's our task, and that's what we want to do because I think it's, again, I said this yesterday on the floor when, when we're debating this, this resolution that um, it's really in the end about the First Amendment. And if you stop and think, and you, you've been, I know you know this, and you've been talking to your listeners about this, but what we've seen over the last couple of years, every right we enjoy as American citizens under the First Amendment has been attacked. Your right to practice your faith, your right to assemble, your right to petition, freedom of press, freedom of speech, every single one. And the most important of those rights is your right to talk. Because if you can't talk, you can't practice your faith. You can't share your faith. You can't go petition your member of Congress to redress your grievances. You can't assemble. And, I mean, it's, it's 
fundamental, and that's what the left has went after. And they've, they've again, weaponized government to do it. Um, it's got to stop. And so the first step in, in, in stopping it is to expose it, get all the facts on the table, and then go from there. And that's what, that's what we had to, we're, we're going to try to do. So, um, you know, the January 6th committee was such a joke. It, it didn't have anybody. There was no balance to it at all. Can you yep. find honest Democrats to also join this to be a part of this committee so it has some great question credibility yeah, no, that's a great that's a that's a great question the democrats said they're going to participate i said this on the house floor i said you guys used to care about the first amendment i had hoped this could be a bipartisan because they, they started off right away yesterday uh, uh, former Demo- uh, former chair of the district committee jerry nadler said this is this is totally political we're going to fight it tooth and nail and i'm like why why would you fight it tooth and nail it's about stopping government from infringing on Americans' First Amendment liberties. Why would you do that? Democrats used to support the idea that, yep. so think about it, you, you, had, you had a journalist, uh, you had the, the, the White House tell Facebook to suppress a journalist, uh, his, his post and his tweets. I mean, what? So they used to agree with, the left used to embrace the First Amendment and the Constitution. But um, so I, I think that's a critical question, I hope. As we go through this, we can get buy-in from them. But it seems to me they're so obsessed with going after Trump and going after anyone who, who is conservative and, and, and who, who believes in America first. Um, but we'll have to see. I hope we can get there. Okay, so can we just go through a few things? Um, the Biden laptop and even Biden's top secret documents now, if they are related to any of the dealings. Are you going to have a committee that is looking into the laptop yeah. and the FBI's role in that and and whether or not the president is selling access? Yeah, that alar- I mean, there's 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 a number of committees with jurisdiction there, you know, Intel Committee, Oversight Committee, Judiciary Committee. I think primarily the Hunter Biden laptop uh, investigation will be run out of uh, of the oversight and reform committee run by uh, Chairman uh, Jamie Comer from Kentucky. Uh, they're going to look, I think, really focus in on these suspicious activity reports, a number of reports from the Treasury that talk about suspicious banking activity, which will get to the heart of your question there about, you know, what kind of influence may exist on, 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 the, on the White House and on the president. So that'll be run out of, uh, of Mr. Comer's committee. To the extent that what we can look at in, in our committee, Judiciary, is why did the why did the uh, the the FBI uh, what you know the actions they took or didn't take this whole suppression Correct. of that story just days before the the, the 2020 presidential election? So we'll, we'll we'll be able to look at some of that, but primarily it's going to be run out of oversight. Okay. Um, anything just you know before I go back to the other scandals, <laughs> the newest scandal. Any thoughts on the documents that were found in a basement? Uh, uh, from uh, well, Joe Biden, why why were they why did they self report and they knew in November? So why didn't they do it before the election? What's going on yeah, there? Right. Yeah, they knew they knew about it a week before, but we didn't. The people didn't, even right. though of course ninety one days before they raided President Trump's home, and everyone Correct. knows about that and wall to wall coverage. So I, I'm not I'm not I'm not sure. But remember, he hasn't been vice president for six years. So was this stuff there for that whole time? Uh, and then why was it lawyers who discovered it? You're moving. You know, you're moving. Is, why was it Biden's lawyers who were there packing boxes? I mean, when I move, 
I'm sure many of your listeners are the same way. It's I, I call my brother, your brother-in-laws, and you get the pickup truck and you, you move. But no, no, this was lawyers in there packing boxes. So Very I bizarre. think there's all kinds of questions, all kinds of questions we have. And of course, there's a sort of the fundamental thing that, that, that jumps out at, at, at Americans, and that's the double standard. One Again, one set of rules for for uh, Hillary Clinton when she was dealing in classified information, a different set for President Trump, one set of rules for Joe Biden, a different set for President Trump. I think I think that's one of the, the takeaways that, that the American people have as well. So I think all those are important questions. And remember, ultimately, President Trump has said he declassified it, which the Supreme Court's been clear. The president of the United States, head of the executive branch, is, is the, he's, the, he's the one who determines whether something's classified or not. Now, there's an executive order that gives some of that, I think, to the to the vice president as well. But it, it, again, this 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 double standard, I think, is is uh, something that I think just jumps out of people. Um, let me go to uh, Fauci and covid. Are you only going to be covering the part of covid where the FBI is paying to silence people? And is anybody going to go yeah. after and look into where did the. Was this a lab leak in Wuhan and who was involved? Yeah, there, there will be right in the way you described it is exactly how to play out. We'll look at we'll look at, you know, where where um, the government influencing big tech, uh, things we've seen there. And that's on um, your committee. That'd be that'd be a judiciary focus. And then, of course, on oversight, it will be uh, more of, of determining where the origins are. And, and frankly, now we have this select committee on China, which is broad, too. But I think they'll get into some of this also. But you're exactly right. The, the, the number of things they told us on the virus that turned out to be they, they, they told us that that, you know, first Biden told us he had a plan to deal with this. Obviously, he didn't. He told us he would never impose a vaccine mandate, which he did so much. So the, the Supreme Court had to tell him that it was unconstitutional in the private sector. And finally, we got got rid of it in the military as well. We need to give those guys back pay and let them reenlist if they want. Um, they, they told us that that the vaccine they couldn't get it. Well, that sure turned out to be wrong. They said the vaccine, they couldn't transmit it. I mean, they said it, it, they said it, it wasn't gain of function research. It wasn't our tax money. It didn't come from a lab. All that is proven. That, I mean, we don't know for sure if it came from a lab, but it sure looks like it did. Sure. And they knew, by the way, Glenn, on, on January 31st, 2020, they knew. Dr. Fauci got an email from Dr. Christian Anderson, one of these virologists who he's been handing out our tax money to for years. The email says, virus looks engineered. Virus is not consistent with evolutionary theory. That is a fancy way of saying this thing came from a lab. So yep. Fauci knew from the get-go. They organized a conference call the next day, get all these virologists on the conference call, get their story straight. And then four days later, the same guys who said it came from a lab, uh, it would be, another, another uh, one of these virologists in an email said it would be easy to do this in a lab. They all changed their story and said, no, 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 you're a crazy conspiracy theorist if you think it came from a lab. They covered their backside. And it is so obvious to me when you look at the documents, that needs to be highlighted and, and, and shown to the American people so that we have, without a doubt, uh, evidence that shows what these guys did to, uh, to us and the, and, and the false narrative they sold us. So what can these committees do if you find wrongdoing? What can you actually yeah. do? Yeah, you can do, you know, if you think there's criminal wrongdoing, obviously you can do a referral in the end. Those decisions oh, on prosecution or um, under our great system are left to the executive branch. And so that would be a Justice Department decision. Right. Or you can also propose legislative changes. Um, so, you, you know, I, I don't on, on the issue of the of, of government being weaponized against we the people. I mean, are, are, there, are there some some legislative things we need to do? We have some ideas, but we want to go through the investigation and see if those ideas make sense. But we can propose legislative uh, uh, changes, changes to the law, 
and then we can try to enact those, which is what a legislative branch does. So I think that's something we'll point to as we go uh, as we go through this investigation. I, I will tell you that, you know, the more you learn about the church commission, the more you realize nothing changed. They were doing yeah. all of the same things that they're doing now. Now, maybe it changed for yep. a little while, but w- why why didn't that continue? What did we lose along the way? Just vigilance? Well, then, yeah, and I, I think uh, just sometimes it comes down to the basics, just the size of government. I mean, holy cow, government just keeps growing. And remember, the left, the left actually, they, they love big government. Um, and today's left, it's, it's kind of scary to me, but today's left, it was a survey done back in September before the election um, where it, it said more than half, I think it was 55% of Democrats, do not believe America is the greatest country in history. Not the greatest country in the world. I mean, I mean so think about one, more than half of one of the two major political parties doesn't believe what you and I believe, what all your listeners believe, what, what so much that, that America, while not perfect, it's the greatest country ever. So when they start from that perspective and they, and they put all their faith in government, government keeps growing. I mean, the left, so many of the left actually think it's, it, they should censor Glenn Beck and Jim Jordan and people who uh, are MAGA and, or, or, or people who are conservative because they think we're dangerous. And in fact, if you don't believe it, you don't believe that's what they think. Joe Biden said it in front of Independence Hall when he called us all racist and fascist. So that, that's where it's, that, that's a, that, so that's why we have to, I think, uh, through, through get the facts out there, talk about it in a way that's compelling. And, and frankly, Part of the big problem, I think, too, is, is there's got to be reform in education. I said this in an interview not too long ago, that don't vote for anybody who's not for school choice. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Vote for, they got to be for empowering moms and dads because, you know, this idea that Democrats believe that government is smarter than, than parents when it comes to a kid's education is just crazy. At least moms and dads know the kid's name. So people in government don't, for goodness right. sake. So empower parents. But, you, uh, is, you know, none of this time. is really going to change. I mean, you just said it. You know, the problem is, it's just the government keeps growing. None of this is going to change until you get rid of the administrative state. I mean, yep. you know, yep. you, you have uh, you have Richard Trumpka, the guy who was, you know, heading the unions there for a while. He's actually the one running the Consumer Protection Agency, and he is now recommending uh, that we get rid of all gas stoves and gas heaters. And Hochul today in New York uh, just introduced a bill, legislation, to uh-huh. actually get rid of all natural gas hookups in all new homes. This is insanity. It's, a, it's complete craziness. Uh, you, you said it right. The, 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 this drives me crazy. The people who never have put their name on a ballot who think they run the country, that is the problem. Like, they're not accountable to the, the, the way the founders set this thing up. It's supposed to be the folks who get elected who make decisions. And then you can throw us out if you don't like the decision. That's a healthy thing. And they really wanted the House of Representatives to be that body closer to the people. That's why every two years you get a chance to throw us all out of office. That is healthy. That is good. That is good for democracy. It's good for freedom. But what, unfortunately, what's happened is as government has grown so much, it's these unelected folks who seem to run everything. And you're, you're, we're, we're constantly chasing around trying to st- stop them from doing certain things. They're not supposed to be making the decisions anyway. And that's, some, that's a right. fundamental issue that we, we've got to address. And I think, I think Fauci brought it to the forefront. Um, and so I'm hopeful we can, we can really 
push back on it and begin to make some positive change. All right, back in just a minute, more with uh, Jim Jordan. Uh, first, let me take one minute to tell, tell you about my pillow. Mike Lindell uh, will help you get a great night's sleep. He has a new deal on the Giza Dream Sheets now. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza cotton. They're ultra soft, they're breathable, and extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets are at the lowest price ever. These sheets are coming in as low as $29.98 if you use the promo code BECK. 30 bucks for the softest sheets, honestly, that I've ever slept on. They are fantastic. The Giza Dream Sheets come in multiple colors, styles, sizes. Now is the time to upgrade your bedding and enhance your sleep. $29.98 for these sheets. It's unbelievable. Use the promo code BECK. MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square and check out the sale on the Giza Dream Sheets. And you'll also see other deals on other MyPillow products uh, all around for a very short time. Enter the promo code BECK, 800-966-3117, 800-966-3117. Limited time special on the Giza Dream Sheets at MyPillow.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So we're talking to uh, Jim Jordan, who is going to be looking into the weaponization of uh, our government against average everyday Americans. There's a couple of things here um, that I, I want to address specifically. January 6th, is that going to yeah. fall under your purview as well? Certainly. Um, some of the whistleblowers have come and talked to us about um, what's going on with uh, that issue. I, I can't really get into some of the details, okay. but yes, that, that, that would be something uh, that we can, if, uh, we can look at. If somebody hasn't put on your radar, uh, the, what was it, uh, the captain of the scaffold or scaffold Ray captain? Ray no, 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 not Ray Epps. Ray Epps is at the bottom of the Capitol. Yeah, no, I know, yeah. I know, I know here. Yeah, the guy on the Ray top that the they guy, have a full yeah, picture of it. And, ah, they can't find him anywhere. It's weird. In fact, nobody's looking. Um, it, thank you for that. Um, Mayorkas. Well, and then also just the bomb, the, the bombs that were placed in front of the. Uh, thank the, you. The you know, that, that's that's I mean, you, you've everyone's seen. I mean, everyone in the country, I think, has seen the videotape of this individual. And it's like um, while he's you know, making a phone call. You can't triangulate. Yeah. What? Yeah, I just yeah, it 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 it's, it, it's yeah, I don't know something that just raises concerns. I think in yeah, people, so. yeah. Um, yesterday, uh, the House recommended impeachment for uh, Mayorkas for everything that's going on on the border. Is anything going to come of that? Well, one of the things to focus on in the full committee is uh, I think probably our first big hearing will be on, on this border situation because we all know it's intentional. It's like anyone with common sense, anyone just oh, yeah. logic and reason can step back and say, you guys have in a premeditated, deliberate fashion done this to the country. And now in the last week, you've suddenly switched and say, why won't Republicans help us fix the border? And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You controlled all of government for two years. You deliberately did what you did today. They're getting ready to allow more people to come in or some blanket order like they've like they've done from with with immigrants from Venezuela a few months back. So it, it, it's 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 intentional and failure to enforce the law. So he certainly warrants impeachment. Um, we'll have to see how that plays out. But we're going to focus on this issue too, highlighting just how you know, I think the country gets it, at yeah. least people who are in the conservative uh, mm -hmm. uh, world get it. But when you got 
when you got what what we've seen on the on the border, and um, we will talk. I think to landowners, we'll talk to the Democrat mayors. Now are coming forward and saying mm-hmm. this is crazy. What the Biden administration has done. So, so I think we're going to try to focus in on those as well. But if you recommend, if it goes to committee, and then you recommend and introduce articles articles of impeachment, it then will have to go to the Senate. But it does have to be accepted and tried in the Senate if the House recommends. If the House, if the majority of the House would would support the articles and pass those, and of course you have, you would have an investigation here. Um, you would go through it, and then you would you would pass it, and then go to the Senate, and then there's a trial. Uh, that'd be great, Jim. Thank you for sincerely. Thank you for being one of the guys yeah. who we can count on to actually ask the tough questions. And please, I pray for you, and I know the audience prays for you. Ask Thank the you. toughest questions that you can. Please get to the bottom right. of this. Thank you so much. Thanks for all you do. Take care. You bet. Congressman from Ohio, Jim Jordan, on the uh, Weaponization of Government Committee, which is now being formed and, uh, and empowered and about to take off. Pray for all of those on the committee and pray that some decent Democrats join. All right, it's time for Jenny Sell's New Year's Clearance Event, which means it's time for savings for a limited time. We'll save over 70% off Jenny Sell's most popular package and take off all, you know, really take off a, a bunch of money and take care of all your skin care needs. This is the best in skin care with Jenny Sell. You can turn back the clock with Jenny Sell Skin Care and look 5, 10, or even 15 years younger. You can watch the fine lines, forehead wrinkles, sagging jawline. Dark marks, skin redness, and even those under eye bags and puffiness disappear right before your eyes. Jenny Cell works for women and men. It's safe for all skin types and perfect for skin of any age. And with its immediate effects, Jenny Cell promises results that will make you smile guaranteed or you get 100% of your money back. So there's no risk here. Right now, you can get their customer's favorite. It's a deep firming vitamin C serum. Absolutely free in every most popular package. Check it out. It's a New Year's clearance event with GenuCell. GenuCell.com slash Beck. If you go there, enter the code Beck at checkout. You'll get extra savings. Every order today is instantly upgraded to free shipping for the new year as well. So don't wait. Go to GenuCell.com slash Beck. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Beck. All right, don't miss tonight's Glenn Beck special at 9 p.m. on Blaze TV, 9.30 on YouTube.com slash Glenn Beck. Tonight. The FAA this morning stopped all flights. You know, just a little glitch in the system. They couldn't communicate with planes. So they decided to stop all flights today. They were stopped for about four hours, uh, picked up again at 9 a.m. Buddha Judge is on the case, though, he and uh, Joe. So Buddha Judge woke him up first thing this morning and said, hey, uh, we got a, a total air shuttage. Uh, no, nothing's moving because uh, something happened to the computer, but I'm pretty sure that it's not terrorism or anything like that because this happens all the time anyway just want to say rest well uh pete buddha judge mayor of uh bend is it bend new bend it's south, south bend. bend south bend mm-hmm. south bend that's right it's such a big city that you just how could i have forgotten anyway um we have uh we have justin haskins with us uh today he is the co-author of my book the great reset uh and we've been working really hard on the new book i guess it's just now down to the printing 
uh, and everything else. Uh, I think we need a title. We do. You know, that's something we need. You need that for a book, I think. I know, yeah. Need a title. I don't like the working title. We don't need to get into it, but, <laughs> you know. It is, this is phase two of the Great Reset. It's what's in play right now. Uh, and we made some really good progress with states on the Great Reset. I mean, yes. I can't believe you and I both talked about before the book came out. This has to be understood by America. ESG has to be understood by America. And we didn't think it could happen. No. And who was it? Time magazine or somebody blamed the book uh, <laughs> yeah. on uh, on. Yeah. educating people about ESG. Yeah, w without a doubt. I mean, I have heard from dozens and dozens, probably hundreds of lawmakers across the country since the book came out. Yeah. And all, the, the resounding uh, conclusion from them was, we heard a special from Glenn, we listened to the radio show, or someone recommended that I read this book. I started looking into this whole ESG <laughs> thing, and I cannot believe that we didn't I know. see this. I, you know, I talked to Jonathan Sachs. You know who Jonathan mm -hmm. Sachs is. Really brilliant guy. And I'm talking to him, and he said, uh, you know, this ESG thing. I had never even heard of it until you started talking about it. Yeah. And he's like, I'm listening to you, and I'm like, no way. Yeah. No way. I get your book. I can't believe it. Yeah. Well, you and I didn't know anything about yeah, I know, it. <laughs> I know. And we didn't believe it when we first <laughs> exactly. heard it. Anyway, the uh, World Economic Forum is having their big um, uh, meeting. I think it's next week, isn't it? Uh, yep. And it's their biggest ever, ever. They have 50. How many How many world leaders are going to be there? Oh, you have the numbers? I don't have it. It's hundreds. It's it, Well, the world actual oh, yeah. heads of state is like 56 yeah. i think mm -hmm. um and five or six hundred corporations ceos yep. mm -hmm. i mean anybody who said oh they don't have any yes they do yeah this is this is the group that is redesigning and controlling your world yeah with, without a doubt this is their big annual meeting that they do in davos uh pretty much every year other than the pandemic years and uh, this year is no different than the past couple. The theme is essentially, how do we take the crises of today and build entirely new systems? That's ESG. That's the Great mm -hmm. Reset. They're not using that language because they're terrified to say Great Reset. They never say that anymore. Mm -hmm. But how do we take the crises of today, the food crises, um, the, the war with Ukraine, all of these different things, and build our new system? They're very open. This is what the plan is. And as you said... Basically, every important world leader in Western civilization is going to be there or have a representative there, plus a bunch of ministers, plus all of the big corporations, plus all the big banks, all the big financial institutions, uh, the head of BlackRock, the biggest shareholders in the world. Everybody who has power is going to be there. If a black hole opens on Davos, a lot of our problems will be solved <laughs> because they'll all be sucked into space. Yeah. And uh, we're pretty much leaderless in the Western in the Western world. Yep. Without without a doubt. Without a doubt. And so just just real quick, they they're sort of they've got several themes on their website that they they say this is what we're going for. Mm. Um, what do you think? They all have something in common. I want you to think about what they have in common. OK, we have addressing the uh, energy and food crises in the context of a new system for energy and climate and nature. 
All right. Then we have addressing high inflation and low growth and high debt economy in the context of a new system for investment, trade and infrastructure. Then we have addressing the current industry headwinds in the context of a new, new system, system for harnessing frontier technologies <laughs> for private sector innovation. noticing a pattern yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, it's a new system. See, and new is always better. And it, it goes on uh, addressing the current social vulnerabilities in the context of a new New system system. for work skills and care. And then the last one is addressing the current geopolitical risks, that's Ukraine and Russia and all of that, in the context of a new system for dialogue and cooperation in a multipolar world, which is another way of saying America is no longer the most important country in the world. And so how do we address this new system? We How do we build a new system around this? this? Just terrifying. And they're, you know, these are the people that say um, you'll own nothing by 20 30 and i found that hard to fathom five years ago when i heard that i believe they could make it so we none of us own anything um and and basically just by bankrupting all of us just by destroying uh our our money uh and and uh and putting us all into the poorhouse and they can do that through the banking system through our currency they can also do it and are doing it through uh our energy the hokel came out yesterday and said uh there's a new uh resolution she wants to pass and so she introduced a, um uh legislation to stop all new homes being built in new york from having any natural gas taps. Yep. That's, wait a minute, what? Yeah. I just heard about this on Monday from Richard Trumpka, who said, we got this new study on, on environmental studies, and it shows that uh, your home environment's really bad if you use natural <laughs> gas. Yep. And they're already talking about banning natural gas. Yep. And then there was that story that came out uh, just yesterday or the day before about the Biden administration looking into getting rid of gas stoves. Right. And the po- that everywhere. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Same, same idea. Uh, all of this is part of the same movement. These ideas are not a sort of bad American ideas. These are bad globalist great reset ideas and they're all parroting the same thing it's not like you could take any policy the biden administration is doing literally anyone and you can go to almost any other what i would call great reset country mostly western western yeah in the western world in europe especially and they have either already done it or they are in the process of doing it. And word for word. Word for word. Word for word. Including the marketing campaigns behind yep. them. It's exactly the same thing. And it is it is it is truly terrifying, especially when you look at Europe and you say, I, I don't know if that's what I'm looking for in a, in a place to live. You know, I don't know if I want to live in Europe Hang on just a second. Right what do I need to say to get you into <laughs> buying into the European model? Um, the uh, the thing we're going to talk about tonight on uh, Blaze TV, my Wednesday night special, is something that I read about in probably 1995. And it was an article uh, I can't even remember who or where. I, I thought of it recently while we were writing the book. And I thought, man, I wish I had that article. 1995, they were talking about an ownerless society. Mm-hmm. Somebody was way ahead of the curve. And they were talking about how um, the Internet will will um, start to 
shrink us down and technology will will make us into a renting kind of society as opposed to an owning society. And the question was, how will that change a country that was based on personal ownership? Yeah. And the conclusion was completely, it will completely change everything. And that's what we're talking about. In in seven years, nobody able to own anything. You're a constant renter, which the youth say, oh, well, that's great. That's I don't because I don't want to own it. It's so much easier. That means you are a slave to someone else forever. That's right. Forever. That's right. If you don't own property that regardless of what the property is could be your car could be your house could be whatever you don't make the rules the rules are whatever the owner wants the rules to be plus whatever the government allows the owners to make the rules to correct be, right and so, if they're in bed together and if they're in bed together then it's trouble. whatever those two get together those groups decide and at some point in time i think there was a certain segment of the left that realized if we could just get the corporations and the financial institutions and the banks on board. Yep. We we don't need to, to worry about that stupid, you know, old dusty constitution thing. Well, who cares? It doesn't matter because, you know, we can't ban gun ownership, but your apartment complex might be able to, depends Absolutely. on what state you live in, right? Yeah. And we can decide where <laughs> where people go if if no one owns their car and we can decide what people eat if they don't have control over it. So it just becomes the greater you have the more centralization you have the less freedom you have almost always it's it's essentially a rule of human civilization and history and that is exactly what's happening it's been happening for a while people have noticed that it's going on but there's it's not just this sort of organic thing that's occurring it's part of an actual plan that it's a plan that these people have and as crazy as that might sound to people just read the quotes. I mean, the quotes are all there. And that's what we had in the last book, the Great Reset book, the upcoming book that we're working on. There's a ton of information about all of this. It's it's well it's documented. Oh, you know, every chapter has like three pages of footnotes on it. There's uh, over a thousand you. footnotes in yeah, our current it, draft. It of is it right now. it is really it's it's really, really good. Um, and we tell you what's currently happening um and uh you know since since we've been writing it now for over a year and we did we start it's in, been about a, the the first time we talked about it was a year ago yeah yep because the book was released today i think a year ago today that's right today is the anniversary look of it, at yeah. the change this audience has made absolutely i mean it, it's it's remarkable yeah i had a, uh, yeah go ahead sorry no go ahead i had a, I had a meeting with lawmakers yesterday uh a dozen or so lawmakers and uh, it was a closed door thing. And th- what they came into the meeting with, the information they already understood and knew compared mm-hmm. to where we were at a year ago, nine day. They totally, they were uh, way ahead of where they p- people had previously been. They still, there's certain details and things they don't quite understand. That's why we're having the meetings to ask, to, to answer questions and things like that. But we are seeing people on a massive scale wake up to this issue. And I was so pessimistic going oh, so into was this. I. We were no both way. like suicidal when we, we <laughs> yeah. published the book a year ago. We both looked at each other and went, no way out, no yeah. way out. And you can read it in that last chapter of that yes. of the book, The Great Reset. You, you know, if you if you kind of read between the lines, you're like, they don't have 
any hope yeah. of turning this around. Yeah. And I do today. Yeah. I do today. Without a doubt. We had we had a meeting. I'll never forget it in your office a month or two before the book came out. And it was, how do we talk to people about this? And I remember you said to me, Justin, what is the way out? How do we get out of this? We need a solution. And I mumbled some stuff and came and I said, <laughs> you know, but there, yeah, there really is no solution. Right. And you said, well, we got to come up with something. <laughs> right. And I said, yeah. I got nothing. Yeah, and we and that book it was published with nothing. It was educate yourself. Yeah, and then do something. Yeah, try. And people yeah. did. did, and it's it's truly remarkable. Um, tonight we're going to be talking about farmland in America. We're going to touch on that and a couple of other things that are coming right now with the Great Reset. We do that in just a minute. First, let me tell you about LifeLock. These days, your personal information is floating all over the place on the Internet. I saw a story yesterday, um, and it was in yesterday's show prep. If you happen to subscribe to it, it's free. You can just get it at glenbeck.com. Um, but it was a story how uh, Internet thieves, um, dark web people, and, and foreign governments that are looking to destroy lives, how they are just wedding themselves over the idea of the internet of things and that means everything that you have in your house is connected online it's so many ways into your life you're not going to be able to watch everything no one will be able to watch everything but if you want to do uh something that will help put you in the right place so where you have the the best protective measures i would suggest you get lifelock and if they miss something, and everybody's going to miss something from time to time, uh, and your information is hacked into, they have a restoration team that will work to fix it with you. So call now. Get up to 25% off your first year with LifeLock.com, promo code Beck, 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or LifeLock.com, promo code Beck, save 25%. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck program. Uh, Justin's going to stay with us after the uh, top of the hour. We're going to talk more. Uh, and tonight at 9 p.m., we're talking about the land grab here in America and the rest of the world. You will literally own nothing. And they're going to put our farmers out of business. Meanwhile, China is buying up tons of farmland in America. And so is Bill Gates. You want big industry farms? You're going to get them. Uh, and what will that mean? So we're going to talk about the control of our food and our energy and our land uh, tonight. We have about a minute. Do you have? Yeah, no, I, I think one of the most important things that people need to understand is all this green energy stuff is tied in to the ability to purchase land, what you can do with it, how much land exists. And the Biden administration's policies, both to conserve land, they want to basically double the amount of conservation land in the United States and then control what people can do with it, and then also build millions and billions of solar panels and wind farms and all of that. Where do you think that stuff's going? It's going on land. It's taking up lots of the land. So this is all going to make it much more difficult for you to own your own house, your own property, to chart your Which own course. Which is the way Americans have gotten ahead. They bought a house, it was a good investment, and they had something at the end just ownership allows us to not be serfs 
for our our whole life. We are literally on the road to serfdom once again. Don't miss tonight's Wednesday night special. The war on American farmland and ownership. Tonight, 9 p.m. program. American Giant uh, would like to thank you for you doing business with them. They started advertising on The Blaze in October of last year. I met with the founder of the company, um, Bayard Winthrop. I told him about you, how you believe in American workers and American manufacturer, and he was all up on this during COVID. This is what American Giant is all about. I learned from him, and so did you. They began in 2012 when a clothing factory in Middlesex, North Carolina, was about to be shut down. And he's like, we can't do this. So he started this company called American Giant. His team worked with the factory to invest in new machinery, skill uh, development. And here we are 10 years later. And out of that factory, we get the original hoodie. We get the original. Remember that one that was made? You know, maybe your dad had one. Uh, that was made in the 60s, even early 70s. We stopped making them. We had to get the machinery back here. That's what American Giant is all about, bringing these skills back to America. So if you're looking for any kind of clothing, please just check them out, americangiant.com. That's american-giant.com slash Glenn, american-giant.com slash Glenn. America and welcome. I don't know what happened to the rest of the band, but uh, they're around someplace. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, we're going to bring Justin Haskins back in. He is the co-author of The Great Reset, my book that came out a year ago today. We want to talk a little bit about the progress that has been made, uh, but more importantly, some things that are coming our way no matter what happens. Uh, and we need to be prepared for it. Justin is not only the co-author of The Great Reset, but also the new book that is coming out. We've got a sequel to The Great Reset. It's nameless because we... It's just like, if you thought the last one was bad, wait. But I don't think that's a really catchy title. Uh, We'll talk to him and what's going on in just a second. First, it's a new year. And if you have resolved that one of the biggest things you want to change in your life is the stress level, maybe you should start with the stress you feel with your car. What plan do you have if you're out of warranty? Your car breaks down. All kinds of stress. Nobody, nobody. I don't care if you just got a big tax refund, which is not a gift from the government. They were holding your money. Anyway, nobody ever says, oh, perfect time for my car to break down. I don't ever want to spend money on my car. Car Shield is there to help you when you're broken down on the side of the road all the way to writing the check for anything that has, has happened. If it's covered, you don't even have to front the money. Nothing. You just have to call them up. 
get the car towed into the uh, into whatever service center you want. It could be the dealership or a friend who's a mechanic, and they take care of all the rest. CarShield.com slash Beck. Save money now. 20% off your plan. CarShield.com slash Beck or 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. CarShield.com slash Beck. Okay. Justin, welcome. Good morning, Glenn. Happy anniversary. Yeah. You yeah. know, I got you an anniversary gift. Oh, you did. I not. did because I learned uh, from mistakes in my personal life that you always give a gift on anniversaries. <laughs> so oh, now a, I'm not going to go into details I about our it because anniversary until I, just now. <laughs> yeah. No, I, you know, I understand. This is a gift. This is a gift for you. Mm-hmm. You know, and the last time I saw, like, what do you get Glenn Beck, right? The last time I saw you. Uh, you were showing me a stuffed rat with a bomb that yeah, had been put butt. up its butt. Right, yeah. yeah from, by Ian Fleming. By Ian Fleming. I know, that's yeah, the yeah, important yeah. part. So I was like, what do you get a guy who has a stuffed rat with bombs up their butt? This is what you get him. Okay, I, this is from the exotic oh land of Switzerland. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's a, oh, it's a framed, signed photo yes. of Klaus Schwab. <laughs> it's Klaus Schwab. Oh, how great I is know, that? I know. I couldn't. I couldn't find. I said, "What am I going to get, Glenn Beck?" The one thing I know he doesn't have is an oh. autographed picture of Klaus Schwab. How did you get this? Oh, it was. It was not that hard, actually. <laughs> it turns out that Klaus Schwab is not a very you know humble man. Yeah, well, not <laughs> a humble man. I tell you, this is what I really wanted to get you though. Yeah. Uh, there was a a uh, a book. There's a book. So when Klaus Schwab wrote one of his books, yeah, yeah. Great Reset or whatever, he signs copies, and of course, because he's a very humble guy, he signs them, puts a little note on it, and sends it to all world leaders, okay? Because they want to read his book. So he sent one to Emmanuel Macron, okay, in France. Wow. And Emmanuel Macron was so impressed by this that he basically threw it in the trash can. They gave it away, and it ended up at a book dealer. <gasps> and I wanted it so badly. Why didn't and you call somebody me? bought it, uh. and I was trying to convince him, hey, I really want this book. <laughs> Just tell, name a price. I know someone who might really right. want this. And, and the guy said, nope. no, if he don't want it, then yep. that book is sold to him. Spot on. Right. That's okay. exactly what it was like. So, uh, so uh, thank you very much. That's well, very kind of you. Uh, so uh, they're meeting in Davos, the World Economic Forum. Uh, next week and there's going to be all kinds of stuff that is coming out and they are rewriting the narrative the reason why we are losing our history and everything is being destroyed is because there's a new narrative a new storyline of the west that is being done by the world economic forum and we're all going to learn it soon yep and we talk about it in in uh, the new book uh and um you have to understand they are erasing everything and changing everything you know that 16% i think it's 16% of gen z is proud that they live in america yeah 16% yep. much higher than i thought it would be <laughs> oh that's there, there's no there is no america if that's the way if, yes. if that doesn't change there's just no america um, but one of the things that you have to understand, we have first the good news. You've made a huge impact. Huge. I mean, I can guarantee you that Klaus Schwab may not know me or you by name, but he is very well aware of the effects this audience had on the global approach of 
the Great Reset. Yes, and uh, I know for a fact that he knows at least us by name. But oh. <laughs> uh, so and we Good. get into Forget that another that. time. Klaus, but, but, if you're listening, uh, forget our names. Yeah, yeah. Without, but. There's no doubt about it. If you go back a year from right now and you were to look at what people understood about the Great Reset, the about ESG, about social credit scoring, about how all this stuff works, compare it to today, whether you're talking about influential people, lawmakers, people in media, regular people on the street, everybody knows more. And it is because of this audience. I, I truly 1000% believe oh. that. I cannot oh, tell I you how many people... Uh, very prominent people, members of Congress, members of state legislature who said, I heard this from someone who listens to Glenn on the radio, a constituent, or I heard it myself on the radio. I mean, so many so people. Many. Yeah. So many. Um, and that is the problem over in Europe. They don't have a Glenn Beck. They don't have somebody who has has the um, audience that can impact it. Uh, in the EU. So they are now, have they passed it or they're just about to pass it? They are, uh, it's passed certain chambers. It's not law yet. Okay. But it's shortly going to become law in the EU. And there's doesn't seem to be any stop on it. And what it is, is um, ESG. It's the scoring system. It's about to be codified in the EU. And here's how this is going to affect you. There are about, I can't remember what the standard is, but there's about 15 companies that will fall under this umbrella. Ford is one. McDonald's is oh, another. Oh, it's way more than that. Oh, oh is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. American it's, companies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're talking probably at least hundreds, probably thousands mm, of American I saw, companies. I only saw lifts at about 15. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so here's, what, here's how this is going to affect. If you read the first book, The Great, Great Reset, you know that one of its... Um, um, one of its benefits to the other side, the dark side, is it has tentacles everywhere. And the, the insidious part of it is it just doesn't affect the company. It affects everyone in the chain of that company. So every, every company that drives a truck for that company, they're delivering the goods Uh, Everybody that makes a widget for that company, makes paper for that company, whatever it is, every single company must uh, be part of the ESG uh, program or they cannot do business with them. Now, just let's just imagine McDonald's. And this is coming because Europe is adopting the ESG standards as law, mandatory, mandatory. So. Every company that does business in Europe will have to adhere to those standards. So think about McDonald's. Um, Every corporation, every company, every mom and pop farmer that grows potatoes or meat will have to adhere to the EU standards. Otherwise, you'll lose McDonald's. But it's not just that you have to grow them the way they want grown and adopt their, you know, environmental and social justice standards. But even the potato farmer, anyone who supplies him also has to abide by ESG standards. 
the tentacles of this thing will change America just because we do business with the EU. Yes. Yes. This is a fundamental transformation of the entire Western world, of all of Europe, Canada, overnight. and the United States, essentially overnight. Uh, they've they've already moved it through. There's there's sort of three bodies in the European Union that make that, that are involved in lawmaking. And it's already been approved by all three of them in some degree. Right now, they're just trying to figure out how do we reconcile our slight differences. I've looked right. at all of them. They're all basically the same with just small changes. And you're exactly right. The way it works is large companies that operate in Europe, which is basically the vast majority of large companies in the United States have a certain amount of revenue in Europe. That means they have to adhere to the ESG system, which means they have to impose it on everyone in their entire supply chain globally, no matter who they are, where they work, how large they are, etc. And if they don't have an ESG score for that company, because the company's like, I'm not doing it, they cannot buy the products. So the score has to be done in America. It has to be done or you can't do business with, for instance, Ford. Yep. Ford doesn't make all of the parts to everything. Ford doesn't make the rubber, doesn't make the radios, doesn't make the seats. All of that is outsourced. Yes. If it, if that company wants to continue to work with Ford, then they must have a score. They must be EU ESG compliant and every company they work with also. So you're buying leather from somebody and you're making seats that leather company. If the leather is working with a farmer to get the raw leather, yeah. that farmer has to be yeah. ESG compliant. You could just be the, the transportation company that transports the leather to the factory. That's part of the supply chain. Right. And, and so Europe isn't going to be imposing the rules on those people. They're going to be imposing it on Ford. And then Ford is going to impose it on all of these they people down to. the supply chain. They have no choice. And what they'll do is they'll reach out to all their suppliers. And we have we know of examples of this happening. I just had a lawmaker tell me this yesterday or the day before. They know of specific examples of this already starting to occur. But you'll have these big companies. They go to the smaller ones and they say, how many electric cars do you have? How many of this? They have a whole survey of questions. And then depending on how you answer it, they'll say, okay, well, if you want to keep doing business with us, you're going to have to improve X, Y, and Z. Otherwise, you can't do business with us anymore. And that's all from this entire, it's because it goes up the supply chain. Somebody at the top, whether it's the European Union at some point in the future, or it's BlackRock who owns most of the shares of the company or whatever it is, someone is saying you have to enforce this all the way down the line. So this is not just about Ford. It's not just about McDonald's. It is about every other part of the economy that's going to get wrapped up in this. And by the time you count up all the different companies and you go down the chain of every big company in America that's going to be uh, forced to adhere to this in Europe, because it's only big companies, 150 million euros or so in uh, revenue in Europe, um, that are going to be uh, forced to adhere to the specific European Union version of this. Um, but by the time you count them all up and you go down their supply chains, it's basically everybody. There's almost no one who isn't going to be caught up in this. And that's the whole point. That's the point. That's why they're doing it. So this is, in my opinion, even though you're not going to hear this story everywhere, you got to listen to shows like this to hear it. You got to listen to Glenn Beck and The Blaze and, and places like that. But in my opinion, this is the most important story, period. If you're talking yeah, about transforming society, this is the story. Because we've only told you half of it. We've just told you half of the story. Let me give you the other half 
Same story, but there's even more that is going to be affected in 60 seconds. Uh, what do you say? Gold? Silver? Yes, please. Yes, please. Um, go back and listen if you missed any of the, today's uh, radio podcast. Make sure that you go back and listen to hour number one. I talked about what is coming. We are at the point now where there are no good options for the Fed. You either have to print money or you have to make things very, very painful to stop inflation. They're not going to they're not going to do that. They're not going to suck the money back in because the stock market will collapse. So they'll just inflate the money. Um, and if you know, if they go the other way, it's the same. We now we now have uh, the end of the petrodollar. Saudi Arabia and Russia, they're saying you don't you need to use a dollar anymore to buy oil. Well, that's what we were counting on. So at least half of the world will say, I got to get rid of my dollars because okay? I don't need them anymore. That's going to what that will do to inflation is staggering. Please, there are five or six states now and find out if yours five or six states that are are verifying that gold is a currency. It's already in our const- U.S. Constitution. It is money. Um, it's not a note. It's money. But they are taking away some of the things like, um, you know, charging to change it into U.S. dollars or to be able to use it in stores, gold or silver. Please consider some of your money in gold or silver. With every tube of the new quarter ounce Mayflower Gold Commemorative, you will receive a hundred of the same Mayflower Copper Rounds at no additional cost. Don't wait. Call 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. So... Correct me if I'm wrong, but here's the other shoe. This goes up and down the supply chain. So you, let's say you're Nestle, which is a giant European company. They buy something from America to put into their products. That means the American companies have to change. This also means every bank that wants to do business in Europe has got to be on board with ESG. Every bank. So so interestingly, the most recent version draft of this put a carve out for financial institutions. Thank God. And but but mm-hmm. they said we will allow individual countries in the European Union to decide if they're going to enforce that for their companies based in that country. Of course, the banks aren't going to be hurt by any of this. They're going no. to love all this. Of course. Um, the but the the other shoe here is that when Nestle sells, you can't sell to countries, companies, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, that don't have a high ESG. You're not supposed to buy or sell. If you're part of the supply chain in any way at all, right? then yes. Now, if you're a customer, the they've now tried to change it so that, because in the original one, it was even, you have to look at your customers, essentially. Right. But if I go to, let's say I'm providing, you know, chocolate milk, I'm Nestle, and mm-hmm. I'm going to provide chocolate milk for all the vending machines and all the hospitals. Yep. That would apply to ESG standards, would it not? 
not individuals, but yeah, for the hospitals yeah. or big bulk buyers. I, I believe so. Yes. But, but it depends on the version. And that's one of the things they're arguing about. Thank is, God. Yeah, because because of exactly what you're saying. But in the most radical version of it, which was uh, proposed by the European Parliament, which is really one of the most important parts of all of this, they wanted it's the most far reaching version. It would be the banks would be included in it. It would be every up and down the and supply chain. And the only chain. reason why they won't do that is because they need people to buy European products. Yeah. Um, they don't care if you're going to sell them stuff for, to make products as much as buy the products, right. please buy the products, or it will be a complete collapse of their economy. It's going to end up as a collapse and total control of your entire life, yes. where you live, what you eat, where you work, how you work, all of it, all of it. And, and it's about to be passed in the EU. Yes. And this is just, and this is what's, this is really important for people to understand. As bad as all of that is, it's actually worse. <laughs> it's actually See, this is why we're having a hard time naming this book. It's actually Because it really is. It's worse than you think. It's worse because imagine now all of these issues and concerns we have, but you're 20 years into the future or 10 years into the future even and now you have all of this new technology that has been from the very beginning of its development embedded with all of this esg stuff right from its mm -hmm. very beginning you know imagine what the world would be like if the internet had been designed with esg from the start and that's the only internet we've ever known zero freedom yeah that's what all the technology in I the know. future is being embedded with that's what the great narrative is all about really that's what the book is going to focus on and that's the next part of all of this and that's the most terrifying aspect of it i mean you want to talk about your life changing not being able to escape every part of everything you used to know being just disappearing Gone. it's gonna it's gonna happen if we don't stop it buy hardbound copies of books and uh preserve things really sincerely um we'll talk more about this tonight at 9 p.m on blaze tv it's my wednesday night special you do not want to miss uh tonight it is all about control and it's called tonight's special is farmland wars the global takeover of america's land uh, it's much much more than that uh, get it at nine o'clock only on blaze tv uh, or if you are not a member of blaze tv you can uh, go to youtube my youtube channel youtube.com slash glenbeck and you'll get it at 9 30 we'll start rolling it out uh, live at 9 for Blaze, 9.30 on YouTube. Don't know what they're going to do with it. We have been banned from actually saying the words, The Great Reset, on YouTube. You cannot say those words. I'm going to be saying it tonight, so I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, check it out on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Glenn Beck, live at 9 tonight on Blaze TV. Please. Become a family member with Blaze TV. You get a 10% discount by using the promo code Glenn at blazetv.com slash Glenn. The Glenn Back Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, Okay, let's say you have a credit card and your balance is, what, 10 grand. If you make only the minimum payment, how long will it take for you to pay that off? The answer 
is eight and a half years. And that's at today's interest rate. That's crazy. By the time you get it paid off, you'll have paid so much in interest. It's it's an eye bleed situation. There is another option available, and I think the best one is a consolidation loan from American Financing. American Financing right now is saving people just like you, on average, $695 a month. Don't wait around to get started. Do it today. Call American Financing. They have salary-based mortgage consultants that can help guide you through the process of creating a custom loan that will align with your financial goals. So not only... Are you paying, you know, saving 695 bucks a month? You're also not paying all of that interest uh, over the next eight and a half years. AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. Today, I'm going off the record with you. Any question you want at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code off the record for 20 bucks off. I know that uh, I won't give a dime to the Republican Party. I haven't for a long time. Uh, did it uh, during the uh, 2020 election, about six months before trying to get the White House's attention. Hey, this is this is for legal matters. You guys should be watching what's coming your way right now. Uh, and that's the last money I'm I'm spending uh, on that. Um, the Republican Party dead to me. However, the Freedom Caucus is a great replacement. Uh, and right now, it's just acting as a needle in everybody's ass. Move. And I think if you saw what the Freedom Caucus did in the House of Representatives, I contend that any honest American, I don't care who you voted for, Republican, Democrat, Independent, Every honest American that looks what the Freedom Caucus was standing for and what they got should be thanking those guys right now. I think they're the answer to the cancer that we have. Andy Roth is the president of the State Freedom Caucus Network, and he's trying to get and there's great growth that is happening right now, trying to get more Freedom Caucus members into our states and states like Texas is a real problem. Big problem. Um, think about it this way. The the uniparty, the establishment, the cartel mm-hmm. in every 50 states or, or in all 50 states, 50 swamps, the governor is a full-time job, like round the clock. Mm-hmm. He's well-funded, well-staffed. The uh, bureaucrats that run the woke agencies, full-time, year-round, full staff. The, the lobbyists, full-time, well-staffed, well-funded. The lawmakers, the part-time lawmakers. They don't have any staff. They have no help. So when we wonder why we're losing as conservatives to the establishment, it's because of that. It's because of that imbalance. In Texas— And we don't—and and every time I go to talk to a state senator or a state legislate, uh, legislative member, they always say the same thing. I, I'm so far behind on this. I, I don't—can you help me out? Because they don't have anybody—anybody but lobbyists— that yeah. are briefing them on things. They don't have time to read the bills. No. And, and that's by design. They're jamming everything through. So when conservatives have to vote on something, they're like, well, what? how should I vote? The only people that are in their ear is leadership or lobbyists. Right. And I have found, I mean, I think Utah is in grave trouble. I think Texas is in grave trouble. And there's no reason for those states to be in grave trouble, except 
all of the people in those states think, oh, we're fine. Yeah. We're fine. Yeah. We're run. We got the Republicans. No, you, a lot of people, a Republicans, a lot of them are progressive. So they're in on it. They they like it. Um, two, in those states like Texas, you don't even if, if you're a Democrat, you run as a Republican because right. you can't win as a Democrat. So you have all of those people that are kind of just hiding as a Republican. But in Texas, it's what bad. are they voting on right now? So yesterday, uh, they just like in Congress, they vote for the speaker and then they vote for a rules package. Unlike the fight that the Freedom Caucus waged against McCarthy in the U.S. House, in Texas, the Republican speaker won 145 to 3. So all the Democrats came on board and supported this Republican. Now ask yourself why. Uh huh. It's because in the rules package coming up, uh, he is going to give Democrats committee chairmanships. This is a full Republican majority House. Yeah, but we're working they have, together. We like to work together, reach across the aisle. <laughs> and when we wonder why Texas doesn't have school choice, it's because a Democrat runs the education committee. You want to you want to file a school choice bill? Go go ahead. It's not going to get out of committee, but then it's going to die in committee. And and when the speaker and when the speaker defends this, he's like, "Well, I don't want to be like D.C." Yeah, well, I don't want our state to be like D.C. I don't want our state to be like California. These guys have a responsibility, especially in Texas. There is absolutely no excuse in Texas, none. Uh, and we're going to lose Texas. And do you remember when the Democrats left? Uh, the Democrats in yes. the Texas House left and went to D.C. Yes. Uh, throwing a, a, a temper tantrum because they didn't like the election integrity bill. Right. So they finally came back. The speaker did not punish them, but they watered down the bill and passed a weaker version. And now you give them committee chairmanships. God they, help us if they're they, on the committee. They for, use that money to raise money, or they, they use those committee chairs to raise money from lobbyists. They then use that money to defeat Republicans. It's insane. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. Uh, and, how, and I could tell you a story in every other state of the similar type of corruption. It's bad. It's deep. And it's in the dark. Most people don't know this stuff. Give me the five worst states. Uh, well, <laughs> Alabama, uh, we went down there. Alabama. Alabama, we went down there um, and said in no uncertain terms, we can't set up an Alabama Freedom Caucus because there aren't any conservatives in the legislature. And he, None. None. No, and I'm not even joking. Like, And here's a key reason why, and this will curl your hair. The state legislature has to vote on local bills, like if a county wants to raise taxes. Mm -hmm. There are 105 members in the Alabama House. When they vote on that, it passes like six to zero because all of them duck the vote because they don't want to be seen as raising taxes. Oh, my God. And it's a gentleman's agreement. That they you vote you, on this one, I'll vote on that one. Right, right. And so when I was, when, when I was looking at the voter rolls, the average Alabama House member ducks 70% of their votes. Oh, my gosh. And it gets worse. One Alabama state senator hasn't voted in three years. How is Alabama putting up with that? It's ridiculous, how, right? How do, I mean, that is 
and and I and I absolutely t- corrupt. And, and and the media outlets down there that cover the Capitol, they don't mention it. They don't talk about it. They don't care. They don't want to expose it. They 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 know it's going on, but they don't do anything about it. Why rock the boat if everything is working in Tennessee? We went there and we said, in no uncertain terms, can we set up a Tennessee Freedom Caucus? Because you guys are not conservative. And we were in a room that we were told these are the most conservative members. We're giving our pitch, like, here's what you do when you're in a Freedom Caucus. I had a guy over here say, uh, defend subsidies for a Ford plant, <laughs> Ford Foundation, all of the woke mm. ESG stuff they're shoving down their throats. Mm. He's defending the subsidies. I had a lady in the back who was against school choice. And then I had a guy over here defend hotel motel taxes. And I'm looking at my VP of government affairs, Justin, and I'm like, are we in the right room? And these are deep red states. And these are people that came. It wasn't just everybody. They knew who they were meeting with, and they were coming to hear a pitch about starting a Freedom Caucus. So they thought they were pretty good. Yeah. Oh, they thought they were really good. Wow. Did anybody say anything when you walk out of those meetings and go, guys, we can't do anything with you? Some of them said, well, gosh, I guess we better start voting better. Um, and others uh-huh. were like, ah, this isn't for me. Um, but the, I am hopeful in the states that we are in. We're in 10 states, um, Georgia, South Carolina. Um, we got some Mountain West states. These guys are hardcore. West? We got Montana, Idaho, and good. Wyoming. Good. And they're all good. Good. And they're ready to fight. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I, I'd like a list of all of the guys who are in it and that yeah. are really standing up and fighting I mean, all across the country. I'd like to know who they are. Yeah. Because the audience would like to support people like this. Yeah. And they need to. And it's growing. I mean, I mean we have over 100 state lawmakers across 10 states. Um, and we're adding states. We, we, we added 10 last year, and we want to add another 10 to 15. So by the end of this year, it's my hope that we can be in half of the 50 states. We have to be. Yeah. We have to be. Um, so, Andy, to explain to people, because the media just turned these guys into monsters, explain to them why every American should be grateful to the, the Freedom Caucus, that this was not, this, this should have been very bipartisan. So explain. So I wrote an op-ed about this yesterday to your exact point, that every American, Republican or Democrat, should be thankful for the House Freedom Caucus. Had they not stood up and fought, then the dictatorship that started, well, it started before John Boehner, but John Boehner, Paul Ryan, Nancy Pelosi, all of them ruled the House with an iron fist. Top top down. It changed because of Obama. During the Obama administration— you no longer had a budget. You, they just, they destroyed the way everything used to work. It was still corrupt before, yeah. but now it was just this small cabal of people who were deciding everything for every representative and every senator. Yeah, and that's why you get five thousand page omnibus bills that fall on your lap, you know, less than twenty four hours before it's voted on. Right. That's standard operating procedure under the old regime. And if McCarthy had gotten his way, if a lot of the Republicans had gotten their way, that would have continued. There has not been a floor amendment offered in six years. That's insane. Because they won't allow it. They won't allow debate. And so all of the reforms, which now allow for uh, floor amendments, 
the committees will have more power. A lot of that power is now decentralized. And that is going to massively benefit not just the Freedom Caucus and Republicans, but the, the entire country. The, the entire public. country. Everybody. everybody. In, my, in my 20 years on Capitol Hill, last week was the most amazing thing I ever saw. It, me Which too. Which says something me about too. the other 19 years. <laughs> me too. It does. It does. But I would have to say this was this was the most heartening thing I have seen. You know, we, we've had lots of elections that, oh, went our way. But then when they get there, they don't do anything. These guys stood up, fought, were actually heard by the American people to some extent. And people have changed enough to where they're like, I don't want any of this old crap. I, I want something new. They stood. They made. If you listen to Chip Roy on the floor, you were in. Great guy. Um, yeah. And they stood. They weren't afraid of being called names or ostracized. They just did it. More of that uh, is what the country needs. So I've got a story to tell you. Our South Carolina Freedom Caucus, they fought the establishment in the South Carolina House. Right. They, they fought them to such an extent that leadership made them sign a loyalty oath. All Republicans, a loyalty oath. This is like right out of the page of Stalin. Yeah. And the loyalty oath said, you cannot help or encourage someone to challenge our incumbents, our colleagues, oh my our Republicans. And that, that could mean politically, like help them financially mm -hmm. recruit candidates, but it also would not allow you to take a picture of the vote board on the House floor and tweet it because that would be, quote, misinformation. This is what Republican, uh, the Republican establishment's doing in South Carolina. But South so, Carolina, actually, they... I mean, they just didn't they stop uh, pediatric. Well, so so yeah, so they they the, the Republican leaders in South Carolina forced all members to sign a loyalty pledge. Unbelievable. The members of the South Carolina Freedom Caucus signed it, but crossed out all the things they didn't like. Uh, it just as a middle finger to them. So since they refused to sign it in full, the Republican leaders right now are considering kicking nineteen members of the Freedom Caucus out of the Republican caucus. Wow. Like this is a violent nuclear option that they're going to. And Jim DeMint, Mark Meadows, Ralph Norman, a member of the House Freedom Caucus from South Carolina, they're all weighing in and saying that is a really dumb idea. How can we help them? Yeah. Blow up the phones of Davey uh, Hyatt, uh, who's the majority leader uh, in South Carolina. Davey Hyatt? Dave Hyatt, yeah. Okay. Um, and you just call the Capitol. But but to your last, yeah. Okay. And, and Dave just Hyatt. scream, scream, scream yeah. loud. Bloody like murder. Everybody, yeah. But to your point earlier, uh, the South Carolina Freedom Caucus has been wildly successful. And one of the things they did was they forced a hospital to shut down a transgender um, yeah. uh, clinic. Gender-affirming clinic. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. minors. And they did that out of session. No votes, no bills. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, Andy, thank you so much. If you happen to be listening uh, and you are in, you know, a state house or a Senate, please contact State Freedom Caucus. You can find them at statefreedomcaucus.org or you can follow on Twitter, Andy Roth. He's the president of the State Freedom Caucus Network. You let us know who the good guys and bad guys are, will you? Yeah. And we will support those good guys as hard as we can. I'll give you an update every time I can. Thank you very much. Back Thanks in just me. a minute. 
Uh, if you have a hard time sleeping, may I recommend a new product that is out that is not a drug. It is completely natural. I use it to uh, sleep. I just took some last night. You don't wake up groggy and you sleep through the night. It is 100% natural. It just it just helps your body unwind a little bit. Uh, all natural ingredients promoted. Uh, it promotes healthy sleep by reducing anxiety and distress and improving your mood and relaxation. I I don't I I, I only thing I know is I don't feel it when I take it. I don't you know it doesn't drug me out. I don't get drowsy. I feel great in the morning. And it has led to great sleep. You can find it now, great sleep, by calling 800, the number four, relief. 800, the number four, relief. This is coming from the people that make Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com has it. You just look for uh, their uh, sleep uh, factor, Relief Factor Sleep, and order it there. It is fantastic. ReliefFactor.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. I invite you to join us tonight. Please join us as um, a family member at Blaze TV. We really need to stick together. We need your support. Um, we um, we are building a network of immense influence, mm. and uh, it is really exciting to see the information that we produce every day going out and making a difference because of you. Yeah, I'm doing a special Q&A today, by the way, to subscribers only oh. uh, in about a half hour from right now at blazetv.com slash Glenn. If you use the promo code off the record, get 20 bucks off your subscription. That's special fantastic. Special deal today. And we'll see you tonight, 9 p.m., the Wednesday night special on Blaze, or you can watch it at 9.30 Eastern Time on youtube.com slash Glenn Beck. Right after a brand new Stew Does America. I don't know anything about that. The Glenn Beck Program.